Harmony. Har. Emo. Me. Podcast with Allie and Allie. Okay, let's do this. Please silence your phones. Please silence your phones. Recording in progress. <laughs> Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. It'll probably Sunday. be Wednesday or Thursday when you hear this yes. episode. Episode 12. We've made it this far. <laughs> We've been pretty dedicated. Yes, I'd say so. I'm proud of us. I'm proud too. So let's talk about how episode 10... Yes. We did census fail. We sure did. And we had a shout out. Well, it wasn't really a shout out, but the (gasps) guitar player, uh, Jason. I believe so, yes. He liked our Instagram post. I know. It's so crazy. It felt very official. Yes. It was a verified account. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, who's this? And it's it was a famous man oh. from the band that we talked about. Yeah. It was just glorious. And the post on Instagram was of your burnt Burn CDs, CDs that said census fail on them. Yeah. It was like census fail number one and census <laughs> fail number two. Oh. It made my heart explode yes. a little. And then I felt very confident that day. Mm-hmm. And then later, that next day, mm-hmm. the other guitar player, whose name is Gavin Caswell, liked my Instagram post where I was Ariana Grande for Halloween. Damn girl! And then Ooh, I told Dalton that he was crushing. like, he's like, oh what? And I'm like, yeah, maybe I should dress up as Ariana Grande every day. <laughs> And he's like, you would never do that for me. I'm like, no, I would just never do that at all. It's a lot of work. Like, yes, no. too much work. <laughs> but that's awesome. And Isn't then it? I was like, woo! I never had. That's the first time yeah. any kind of verified account. Yeah. Well, I mean, even that, like, it's not like you tagged him in it. No, so it's just almost like fail. he must have, you know, gone to the census fail tag. Right. And then saw our post. Right. And then clicked on our name right. for our podcast. He would have had to dig for it. Clicked on your name. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who. Maybe he clicked on my name too, but he just. I think my account's <laughs> private. Is your account public? It must have been public. Maybe, yeah. So, and he must have been scrolling yeah, we through f- your photos. Friends. Yeah. And like, liked it. Like, what? <laughs> That's this is the first time it's ever happened. That's so I amazing. Was very like star like oh struck. God. I love it. <laughs> We're famous now, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, us out. We will sign autographs. <laughs> we won't charge you. Just make sure you bring your own sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just carry sharpies on us now? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Totally. But I mean, that's a step, right? Yes. In the right direction. Yes. Like I feel like we're doing something right, even uh-huh. if it takes a hundred episodes for us to us get, to get some verified accounts. Yes. But, <laughs> but just the know, fact that steps. other, you know, these bands that we're talking about, even if they're not huge bands, mm-hmm. that doesn't matter. They're still, no, you know, noticing us yeah. in a way. Or at least acknowledging, acknowledging us. us. Yes. Even if they're not listening to episodes, they're like, well, well, give yeah. these girls a, a, like, a heart. A little heart. Because, you know. Give them two taps. Because they're talking. <laughs> Tap, tap. I got that two taps. <laughs> Girl, give them two taps. Mm. It's just awesome. Very it's exciting. definitely like an ego boost. Oh, it is for sure. And it makes me happy that people 
care. Yeah. People are. And it's not like when we started this, we were like, yeah, we're going to let's just work so hard and do all these things and make money from this. It was never like that. We just wanted to have fun, which we've been having a freaking blast. Yes, absolutely. And I get to see you every week. I know. (laughs) That's like the best part. I'm going to cry a little. I know. Don't cry. We've been, well, I cried twice on the way over today. (laughs) Just just listen to music in the car. So for life. Because I actually, you know, and it's funny because when I was researching my topic today, I saw a really cute comment that someone put on like a YouTube video Mm -hmm. and it said, music is the closest thing we have to a time machine. I know. I know. I love it. No. Oh, here Ellie goes. She's tearing <laughs> up. <laughs> and it's, it really is true because, I mean, that's what made me cry on my way here was I listened to a couple songs. Oh, okay. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I can't, one, I can't believe I still remember pretty much all the words. And it just, it brings you back. It brings you back. Yeah, and does. I know we've said that over and over and it over. It is like a time machine. It really is. It's the closest thing we have to a time machine. Ellie, control yourself. I can't. Please. You're going to make me cry. Right. I'm just trying to keep a permanent smile on today. Because <laughs> okay. I'm an emotional mess. <laughs> I, I can't wait to hear your hot topic. You've kept it secret from me. Uh-huh. And I really want to know what it is. It's a good one. All right. It's a little historical. And then okay, we bring it fave. back to current. Okay. So our hot topic today that your mom won't let you. <laughs> I always want to try to can, like get that so that it's a thing. We're trying to come up with a catch line yes. for a hot topic. Hot topic. The... Our hot topic today was <laughs> the stories that your mom doesn't want you to hear. <laughs> Our hot topic today is the the sand dune your mom doesn't want you to climb. Ooh, sand dunes. <laughs> let me guess, let me guess. Okay. Mount Baldy. Yes. Yes! <laughs> so I feel like we've talked a lot about Lake Michigan. It comes up in like every episode, <laughs> but it's such a landmark for us mm. here in Northwest Indiana. It like is. It is. It's a huge thing because mm-hmm. we don't have the ocean and it's the next closest thing. And we get, we get to experience a beach, which is so... Special. Special for where we live, again, because we're not by the ocean, mm-hmm. but we, we get to experience like taking your picnic down to the beach yes. and hanging out all day and reading Absolutely. books and maybe having a couple beers even though it's not yes. really allowed yes but like you know just chilling and swimming and mm-hmm. like the sand the like our sand here on the, is so like gritty True. where if you go to like florida the sand's so soft but yeah i mean that's pretty special it that really we get is. that it really is and that's one of the reasons why i just love living in this area is because we get the best of both worlds. That's right. We get the closeness of Chicago, mm-hmm. and the, which is a big major city. And then we also, you know, I'd say, you know, the city's a little bit further away. I mean, for you, the beach is like literally five minutes away because yeah. we're just, you know, in Michigan City. But pretty much in Northwest Indiana, you're like the same amount of distance between the beach and the city. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. So it's like that Robert Frost poem. Two roads diverge. Which one will you travel? <laughs> to the city or to the beach? <laughs> Yes. All right. So, well, before we talk about Mount Baldy specifically, the Indiana Dune beach line is a 15-mile coastline with sandy beaches, more than 79 miles of hiking trails, and more than 350 species of birds. Ooh, lots of birds. (laughs) Seagulls. 
<laughs> mostly seagulls. Mostly seagulls. <laughs> and I was just going to say that we had so much fun when we camped at the Dunes campground mm-hmm. and rode our bikes to the beach. That was amazing. Like, how it fun. So fun. It was so fun. I can't wait to do that again. I know. We already have our trip planned. And Are last... September? End of September? Yeah. yeah. And last summer, I rode my bike from our house to the beach. So that's how close that's we a are. Trick. I mean, but, it was. I mean, yeah. But I, I, did, I did it okay. Yes, I, yes. My bike needed a little oil because it was like... <laughs> for like 30 minutes all the way there. Yes, there. it's like a low riding bike. <laughs> yeah, it's like an old banana bike. So Mount Baldy is like really down the street from here between the town of Pines and the western border of Michigan City, Indiana. Why is it called Mount Baldy? I, okay, that's the next thing in my okay. notes. Can I, can I give yeah. my opinion? Why do you think it's called right, Mount Baldy? Mount Baldy. Okay, so I think Baldy, I think Bald Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. Okay, yeah. Baldy, Mount Baldy. So eagles soar really high up in the sky. So I figured because Mount Baldy is so uh, such a tall sand dune, yeah. that maybe that's why they named it that. So I wrote Mount Baldy is not called Baldy because of bald eagles. Oh dang! <laughs> because that's I'm what wrong. I thought too. Boo! But because it doesn't have a lot of vegetation. Oh, so it. it's bald. It's bald. Like okay. it doesn't have any hair. Uh, they okay. are. They've been like planting grasses and stuff on there so okay. that it's not bald. to give it some hair. Yeah. Okay. So that doesn't look like a middle-aged man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so some interesting facts about Mount Baldy. It's 126 feet above the water level of Lake Michigan. Mount Baldy is starving, they say, in quotes. Beach erosion is taking away more sand than the waves are bringing back. Okay. So it's eroding more than what the waves can turn up and push back onto shore. Okay. Also being due to the break wall that was built in Michigan City Harbor, so that stops the sand from coming in. So to try to correct the effect of the break wall, the U.S. Army of Engineers began feeding the beach in 1974. With sand? Yes, they gave it, they have given it four meals. Four meals? Four separate meals of sand? Mm, Yum. In 1974, the fine sand was trucked in. In 1983, coarse sand was trucked in. And then in 1996, 35,000 cubic yards of slurried, which is a watery mixture of insoluble matter. I googled it. Huh. Um, was brought in by a pipe from the harbor. And then in, again in 1996, 50,000 cubic yards of sand trucked in. So they like... Where do they dump it? Throw Just sand on it. On the dune? Yeah. Huh. They give it some fresh food. Yeah. So they've been feeding it sand and they've been planting vegetation on it. Essentially, like Michigan eats the sand. Pretty much. "Mm, mm, mm." (laughs) And doesn't give it back. (laughs) Thank you for delivering me my (laughs) my new sand. Yeah. And then it just doesn't, it then sinks to the bottom of the lake. Of the lake, Mm -hmm. you think? So eventually, do you think the lake. Levels are Lever rising. Is that why it's rising? Yeah, that probably I don't know. makes I'm sense. Just okay, <laughs> I'm not a scientist. No, but. we're we're not scientists. Don't fact check us. Mount Baldy is. Uh, I don't think it's the highest point in Indiana, but it's. The highest point around here, obviously. But over 100 years ago, there was a larger dune called okay. the Hoosier Slide, Ooh. which is where what we call here in Michigan City the Cloud Maker, where Nipsco is. 
Really? So that was called the Hoosier Slide, and it was 200 feet. And what happened to it? So here's some interesting facts. Okay. Which I, like, love this. Because yes. I feel like not a lot of people know. Um, soon the locals around here began melting the sand into glass and discovered that the high quality of the sand provided distinctive blue color in glass jars. Huh. So the blue jars would become one of the most popular and practical glassware manufactured by Muncie's Ball Jar. Wow. Yeah. So, you okay. know, the blue ball. Yes. Jars yes. that came from the sand on the Hoosier slide, which is now where Nipsco is on really? our, at our beach. Yeah, huh. is that why I think the blue mason jars are worth more money? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So interesting. Um, by 1920, though, they basically excavated all that sand and were, was making glass out of it, and so the dune was just gone. They oh. used that much sand. <laughs> yes. Wow. So now That's Mount Baldy nice. is the the biggest one next around biggest one because they ate all the sand to make <laughs> ball jars. Yes. Wow. Interesting. Right? What do they think was going to happen? I don't know. <laughs> It's pretty cool if you Google the Hoosier slide. They have a lot of postcard pictures and stuff of people literally like sliding down Fun. the dune. Yeah. Uh, another interesting fact about Mount Baldy is that on July 12, 2013, a six year old boy was swallowed by Mount Baldy. You remember that? Yes, I do. After hours, yes. After hours of digging by family and rescue workers, he was found at the bottom of a tube-like cavity. He survived, but the mysterious holes are caused by trees that have been buried by sand and left hollow tubes. So as the dune moves, you know the trees that were there get covered up, okay, and creates like a like a a hole, yes, around the tree, yes. So it's really dangerous, like part of that dune. Yeah, because it's, yeah, so it's a hole Mm -hmm. because it's just hollow inside for the most part. Right. There's like air pockets. Exactly. And so then it'll just, if you step in the wrong area, it'll just boop. Yep. Scary, right? Yeah. Just a little. (laughs) So, Indiana Dunes National Park spokesman Bruce Rowe says that the dune moves 4 to 10 feet, and for a few years it was consistently moving 10 to 11 feet a year. The dune, 10 to 11 feet. That's two of me. Oh, yes. Two alleys. That's two alleys (laughs) that the whole dune moves. Wow. So if the wind is over, I think it was seven miles per hour or something. Okay, then the sand blows. That's all it takes for to move the sand. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So what's happening now is that the exit road to go to the parking lot yes. is covered with sand. Oh. So now they say in six to seven years, the whole parking lot will be covered. By the dune. By the dune. Isn't that crazy? Oh my gosh. Well, I've wondered, like, because when you drive past the entrance, it usually says closed. Mm-hmm. And I remember that happened, like, ever since that kid got swallowed up. Right. But then I'm just like, okay, is it just, like, off limits because of the sinkhole? But now you can't even really get out. Right. If you go in, there's no way out. Right. So they wow. they were like, well, should we, like, move the sand mm-hmm. or whatever? and they're like no it's not really worth it because exactly it's just gonna keep moving back so for now they're just gonna make the entrance and the exit the same same yeah instead of it makes sense being you drive in one way go to the parking lot and exit through a different eventually like it's all gonna in six to seven years it's all gonna be covered so they think at that point their plan is to like shuttle have a shuttle bus but then won't it eventually like go into like is there a forest near that yeah you know i haven't been back there in so long yeah we should we should take a visit yeah i'd like to take a trip but yeah i would think because six to seven years isn't that long so what's going to no. happen in 20 years like yeah and you know if they say that 
sand moving across all those trees, making those sinkholes. Like, mm-hmm. think about what's going to happen when I'm just even thinking of like the little like posts, you know, that they have over there by the yes. beach, the little, like wooden posts. I mean, yeah. I know they're only like yeah, two but feet high. Probably just have to like cut them down, take that off and stuff. I don't know. That's just wild, right? I just never knew that it moved that much. Yeah, that like, seems like a lot when you think about like. I mean, I'm sure like all the engineers have like a whole like chart. Like yeah. in a hundred years, the dune will be located <laughs> here. In two hundred, it'll right. be here. And it's like how know? do they plan for that? Yeah. Wow. And it's not that far off the main road, is it, Mount Baldy? I don't think so. Well, and then I'm just thinking of Route 12 it, It's around that curve, yes. right? Yes. So eventually, like, is it going to interfere with Route the 12? And the train tracks. Yeah. I just wonder, like, what direction is it going? Right. Well, it seems like south because of the parking lot. <laughs> you should <laughs> see Allie doing her hands. <laughs> I'm trying to make a compass with my hands. <laughs> North, south, east, west. Never eat sour wheat. Oh, wait. See, I did it wrong. North, south, east, west. Never. North, east, south, west. Never eat sour wheat. Yes. So north is towards the the lake. Right. North is this way. Okay. So the dune is coming this way towards us. Oh. Mm-hmm. We're going to get swallowed up. Yeah. Oh, boy. In a hundred years, my house will be eaten. You never me. know. You never know. Uh, (laughs) So they say, like you said, after that boy fell in the hole, they closed off the dune for a long long time Mm -hmm. because you used to be able to go up there and walk on it and hang out. Uh But that happened and they were like, oh, no, I'm going to cut that. You can't even climb it? You can. So they say visitors to Mount Baldy are encouraged to follow a trail that takes them to the beach. It's an easy hike to the top, but the climb back to the north face of the dune can be hard. Oh, yes. Um, and the south side of the dune is off limits due to those holes. Okay. And the top of the dune is accessible only on hikes led by a park ranger. Okay, so they probably tell you, like, don't go over mm-hmm. those holes. Like, I wonder if they use some sort of, like, machine. Device. Yeah, that can look. Probably, yeah. For the holes. Because they probably have them ro- those areas Marked roped off. off. Yeah. But, yeah, you can still go up there. You just... The, but, like, the whole south side of it is yeah. not... So it's not, like, back in the day where... You could just... I remember going there with my parents and, like, running, know, trying, trying to run to up the it. Top. Yeah. yeah. Now you have rough. to be on a special path. Okay. You can't just willy-nilly be up on yeah. Mount Baldy. Wow. Yes. Interesting. So, yeah. Very interesting. Some historic information yes. here about the beaches in... I love to hear about big... Hills. Northwest Indiana. Sand dunes. And that's another thing that's cool about Lake Michigan is we have sand dunes. Oceans, they don't have sand Not dunes. Not that big, I don't think. No. no. We are very lucky yeah. to be able to have grown up in such a nice environment where you could fall into a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Did that kid survive? Yeah, he survived. Whew. He was in the hospital for like two weeks. Like, what are your thoughts when you're just like... Swallowed up and you're just like, oh, like, how do you even breathe? Like, is there air pockets? I don't so know. he got super he lucky because there was. There was air pockets so he could breathe? Yeah. Oh, but as they were, like, digging out the sand around him trying to find them, it was probably falling back on him and yeah. stuff. You know, I don't know. It was, that was pretty messed up. Mm-hmm. People have lots of opinions about that. Yeah? Because he about it? Where were his parents? Why oh, they of course. Of course. You're from Illinois. Nom, 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 oh, yeah. Well, you talked about the dunes Mm -hmm. and Lake Michigan and how the dune is swallowing up a road. Oh, yeah. 
I wonder what that road is called. Is it called Mount Baldy Road? Ghost Man on 3rd? Is it called Ghost Man on 3rd Street? Is it Lake Michigan Avenue? Would it be called Exit Road? One? (laughs) This road is definitely not called Ocean Avenue, (gasps) is it? It sure is. <laughs> that is the song we are going to discuss today. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. By the band Yellow Card, baby. I'm totally surprised. Yes, you are surprised? Uh-huh. What did you think I was going to I thought to maybe about? you were going to do The Tide by Spokane. <gasps> that was my first choice. Was it? Was. <laughs> That's funny. So, yes, that was my Harmony. first first choice. I was like, oh, yeah, the tide. I was in the shower this morning. <laughs> I'm like, what song am I going to do? The only hint you gave me was beach. So yeah. I'm like, hmm. And so then I'm like in the shower, like singing, like, and you can understand. <laughs> you know, just going all out. Heaven's not a place yep. that you go when you die. <laughs> but then I was thinking, like, does Allie know that song? She has to know that song, right? And do you remember me doing a report on that song? On the tie? In Flesvig's class? Remember we had to do some sort of like presentation about a song and like what it means? Okay. Because of course Flesvig always had the most emo freaking assignments. For real. You'd fed into our. (laughs) Yeah, I remember you feeling. Play play the song. You had to play the song. Okay, I kind of remember this. And then, and I remember when I played the tide, that song is literally like almost 10 minutes long. And it was such like a weird feeling, like here you are playing this song that you like love and in front in of like the whole like, classroom, and they're probably the thinking like, "Frick is wrong with her." <laughs> For real, why didn't she choose yeah. smack that? Like, yeah, <laughs> this is a sad ass story about this family and their family died, they got all taken out by kids, the tide. All three kids commit suicide <laughs> yeah. in the ocean. It was crazy. Crazy. So I was going to choose that song, okay. but then I was sitting there thinking like, nope, nope, I got an even better one. Perfect. Yes. Yellow Card was formed in 1997. Wow. Yes. I was only six years old. I know. In Jacksonville, Florida. Another Florida Another band. Another Florida band. Just like Dana Remember was from Ocala. Uh-huh. And now Under we have Oath? Jacksonville. There's been like one band that wasn't from Florida, uh, which was Bayside. Really? Uh, I got the burpees, guys. Well, Cobra. Cobra was from New York, right? Mm-hmm. Or New Jersey. And then it's been like Bayside either East Coast or Florida. Yeah. That's well, crazy. Florida's East Coast, right? That's more like. Is it? It's kind of in the middle. Middle Southeast. coast. Southeast. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> So directions are hard. They met at Douglas Anderson School of the Arts. They just decided to form a band. Okay. Now, originally, Ryan Key, who is now the current vocalist, Mm -hmm. was only featured as a guest backup vocalist at the time. Okay. And there was a different vocalist. I don't have his name. Okay. But also, that was the same situation with the violinist, Sean Mackling. So they weren't really, like, official members in the band. They probably just, like, knew them, and they are like, hey, you know, you want to do a part in one of our songs or mm-hmm. whatnot. Okay. So, and also at the beginning of the band, they were more hardcore, hardcore punk and not pop punk, which what is what they are today. Mm-hmm. What do you think yellow card means? Yellow the name. Yellow card. Yellow card. Give me a prediction. It's a yellow 
Okay, I have two things. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> the first thing I think of is in football when they throw a yellow flag. Okay, all right. Like caution or stop or whatever yes. they throw it for. Yes. Like if there's been an error okay. in somebody's play. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. So that's what I think of. So maybe it's okay. some kind of like caution mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. breaking the rules or something. Yeah, you're close. You're, you're close. The second, you're pretty accurate. The okay. second thing I think of is Uno. Uno. <laughs> Just a yellow card? Because there's yellow cards in yes. Uno. <laughs> okay. Well, your first answer was pretty, pretty close. spot on. Okay. The name yellow card comes from the phrase that the band members would use, you know, when they were younger. In, you know, in college, and high school, when someone would do something such as spill a beer on the carpet. Okay. Yeah. They, instead of saying party foul, they would use the term yellow card, which comes from soccer when someone commits a foul. Okay. So soccer, football, whatever. Okay. So yes. So nice. you're totally right. So yeah. They'd be like, yellow card. That's funny. Yes. Yes. Super cool. I, I never would have thought that. So the band's early history from 1997 to 2002, you know, the band came out with an EP that was actually called Midget Tossing. Really? <laughs> yes. No idea what that means or what that <laughs> sounded like. I could not find it, but it would have been more on like the hardcore punk than okay. pop punk. With the violin still. A little German, but he wasn't really in the band. Okay, right. That's what Neither you said. Neither was Ryan Key. So it was like a whole, almost like a whole different, different band. type of sound. Yes. Okay. They came out with a few other albums, but nothing, you know, really worth noting. It's, you can't even find it on Spotify. I will find Lost it one in day. Lost depths maybe. of emo. Yes. Yes. So their vocalist was fired by the band. I couldn't find much information on that, but they then decided to bring on Ryan Key, uh-huh. which was be their vocalist currently until current okay uh there was a lot of other lineup changes which is typical yeah you know i mean they started in 97 that brings us to their probably most well-known album Mm -hmm. called ocean avenue do you remember what the album looks like it's white cover with a yellowish orangish sunset yes and it says yellow card in all caps. And there's a girl. It's like girl. Is a girl like, in the picture? Yes. And she's like in front of a sunset. Yes. Is it a silhouette or is it a picture? It's a it's picture. A picture. Yes. Okay. Yes. But it's yellow. It's yellowish. And then yellow cards in like light blue. And then it's white in the background. Yes. Yes. So this album, what? <laughs> Fun fact. Yes. Ocean Avenue. And you can stop me if you were going to talk about this. Okay. But it's in California. And it is near a place called, it starts with a C. Hold on, let me think about this. Carmel, California. If memory serves me correctly, unintentionally saw Ocean Avenue for real. You did. But I don't know if that's a false memory, but I remember being there with my family. We took a vacation to California. Mm -hmm. Did I see it? But I knew it was there and I probably just was like not going to explain to my family like, you know, it's like be really cool if we can like find Ocean Avenue so we can take picture of it and I don't remember if we did or not but I just remember being there and thinking like this is cool because I know this is the area yes. you know what I mean well we will we will touch touch that okay in a little bit okay yes okay yes <laughs> I'm what? nervous because I don't so I just think <laughs> I know things and it could just be completely left field you might like, have been wrong on that one okay but I wouldn't have known either I would have seen the sign and been like oh yeah that's all she did no that's it that's what they wrote this I'm like, this has to be it. <laughs> Duh. 
There's probably well, a million Ocean Avenues. So we'll just talk about it right now before I get into the stuff. Well, they're from it's Florida, right. so it's yeah. probably a Florida street. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> so stupid. I'm so stupid. You know you're not. 16-year-old me was like, oh my god, I'm in California. The street that they wrote that song about. <laughs> well, let me actually, since we're on that. For some reason... Oh, I'm going to see if there is one, though, in Carmel, <laughs> okay, California. Okay, okay. Keep well, going. For some reason, back in the day, mm-hmm. when I first heard this song, I don't know if there was a rumor, someone told me that Yellow Card was from, from Valparaiso, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a street in Valpo called Ocean Avenue. Seriously? Yes. <laughs> Love it. So I was like, oh yeah, there I would tell my mom, like, this band's from Valpo. And no, I was completely wrong. So I mean, Al, think about it. This was what in 03, when this 0304. Yeah. So we were babies. So Okay, I'm not completely yes. wrong. Okay. Because there is an Ocean Avenue in Carmel, California. Okay, okay. I remember I this believe you. because there's this little cute little cottage. Hold on, I have to show you this picture. There's a place off Ocean Avenue in Carmel, California by a little cabin. And I just gave away. I had a car. See, this is why what? I hoard and keep everything. We went to the Goodwill there okay. or like this little thrift shop. In- yes. Carmel, Carmel, however you say yes. it, and it was like a um somebody's like shirt from school, okay. and it had Carmel and like the black athletic letters. It was yes. a red T-shirt, and it had Carmel across the front of it, and like number ten on the back. And I just had to have yeah. it, so I bought it, and I just well, gave it like, away. Jersey shirts back then were like totally cool. Oh yeah, you know, like in yeah, you gave it away, you gave it to Goodwill. Um, I gave it to the neighbor girl next oh, door. That's nice. I hope she kept it. Yes. <laughs> you want to call her? Hey, do you have that shirt? I gave you. Seriously. It's probably 20 years old, but I'd I'd like it back. I want it back. I changed my mind. Oh my gosh. All right. Sorry. Rant. It's okay. It's okay. Diversion over. All right. So, actually, tell me about the real Ocean Avenue. So, according to the former guitarist Ben Harper, Uh Ocean Avenue is written about Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, (laughs) jeez. He says, in quotes, it's this place where we used to hang out in Jacksonville. Instead of talking about a girl, it's talking about a scene and a feeling that we want to get back to. Hanging out and writing, you know, before we move back to California. The lyrics also reference Cherry Street, where Ryan Key, the vocalist's childhood home, is located in Neptune Beach in Florida. Cute. So there is another Ocean Avenue in Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. Which, if I would have known, that we would have been <gasps> going there. Weren't you we in Jacksonville? We were in um, Gainesville. Gainesville, that's which right. Which is like 30 minutes away from Jacksonville. So Next that's time. on my bucket list. I would like to go to Ocean Avenue. I might even like Google Maps it and look at it. But sorry. <sighs> You thought you were at the OG Ocean <laughs> Avenue your whole life, but you were not. I really have thought this whole time. I'm glad that we're clearing this yes. up, so. so I can get my... The more you know. <laughs> I can get my shit more straight. You know. I just be telling people shit? Like, <laughs> yeah, man, I saw that. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. All right. Okay. 
So let's just clear this up. This whole album is called Ocean Avenue, but then there is a single also called Ocean Avenue. Got okay? it. Yes. So the first single was actually called Way Away. Way away, away from here I'll be. And that song created enough buzz to push the band into the mainstream media. It was featured on MTV2, mm. on the Billboard, Modern Rock Charts. It was at number 25. And, you know, people started to notice. And that was when, like, you know, pop punk music was yeah. really coming out. Like, there was Simple Plan and Blink-182 and New Found Glory and Yellow Card. Like, they were one of the early ones, too. Yeah. I haven't listened um, to that album in a Oh my gosh. That was the album that I was listening to on my way here. <laughs> so now, now you sense. know why I cried twice. <laughs> and I just remember this album being one of the first albums I really would listen to. And it was one that like mm-hmm. I could listen to with my mom. Right. You know, like I'd put it on in the car. And yeah, I'm like, for sure. Mom, listen to this song. And it'd be, <laughs> yes. And what made it so different was because there was the a violin. violinist. Yeah. And it was just, you know, everyone had... It was good, has, clean music. Yes. Like, not about slitting our wrists and blacking out our exactly. eyes. And my mom would be like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Why are we doing this? And they all looked, like, fairly... You know, normal, and I'm using little quotes. Like, I'm not saying that emo people don't look normal, normal, but, but they look their style was very like clean. It was yeah. They you know wore button up like shirts, and they had like skinny. Ties. They were a little bit more preppy. Yeah, like yeah. short hair. Their hair wasn't really long. You know, just no tattoos or piercings. Really, mm-hmm. like they just were. You know, a basic clean cut guy. Clean cut pop punk. Yeah, band. I mean, they had a violinist. Okay. Uh, Gotta have one good one. One of my favorite songs on the album was Empty Apartment. Do you remember that that one? Oh my gosh. It was such a jam. And then they had Views from Heaven. Super depressing. (laughs) I don't know. That that was one I cried on. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm sure the view from heaven beats the hell out of oh, And it was just like, wish I got to say goodbye. Like, oh my God, just emo, Ugh, emo. Yeah. And then the other one, I can't think of it right now, but it was just, oh, one year in six days mm, or something. Mm-hmm. You remember that one? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, so good. So those were the two that I was tearing up at. Okay. But the most popular Yellow Card song was their hit single Ocean Avenue. So this song premiered on MTV's TRL program and quickly shot up the charts to number one. Radio eventually picked up on the single and the song made it to number 37 on Billboard Hot 100. Nice. So they weren't just on like the modern rock. They were now on the Hot 100. So everyone was jamming out to the song, listening to it on the radio. And what, what year was it? This was 03? Oh, 03. Oh, late 03. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Babies. We were babies. How old were we? We were 11? Yeah, that's like, it must have been something we discovered way after the fact. Because there's no way I was listening to a yellow card at 11. We were probably like 12, 13. Yeah. You think? Let's see. I'm not going to math. 2003, you say? Yes. It says late 03. 12. 12. So 12, 13. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But suddenly, yellow card was everywhere. <laughs> 
They were on the covers of Alternative Press. Sweet. To the headliners of the 04 Warp Tour, which we wouldn't have gone to that. No way. No. Um, they also were on stage at the 04 MTV Video Music Awards, where they performed Ocean Avenue. Okay. Which is super cool. Um, and they also won some award at the MTV2 Awards. They were featured on MTV's Real World Road Rules Challenge, where they performed way away while... The cast members trashed a mock hotel room in true rock star fashion. <laughs> Which is so. I miss MTV. So, I know. Like the real MTV. Yes. I know where, when they had. Um, what were those shows? Room Raiders. Room Raiders. Parental Control. Silent Library. Oh my gosh. Just. They were good. Good shows. Now it's just all reality. Yeah, like, they're sucks. not reality game shows. Now they're just stupid reality shows. Right. So, anyways, Ocean Avenue album sold over one million copies in just the United States alone. Wow. And if when I go back and listen to the album, I mean, like, every song is bop. Yeah. It's just glorious. Let's talk about the music video. Do you remember the music video? Mm-mm, I don't think I've ever seen the music video. Well, I'm really bad at, like, okay. I... You know, I watch, like, Mom's like, oh, there's a new music video. Have you seen it? Well... Is it, like... Kind of like flashbacky, like in a way, like video recorded, mm, like home video. No, not at all. No, okay, another false memory. But. <laughs> Just make up stuff. Just you know, false memories. It's no big deal. In the music video, okay, Ryan Key, who is the front man, and let me just, he has blonde, short hair. It's like bleached blonde. Okay. He's wearing a button. They're all wearing like button-up shirts with skinny ties and just jeans and just super clean cut. They are in some sort of garage, okay, where they're playing music, okay? okay. And so it cuts to like that, and then it'll cut to Ryan Key, the main vocalist, is basically running around, okay? He's Mm -hmm. running around doing different things. So he's facing his fate in different ways before starting over again using a time loop device, okay? Okay. So each scenario begins with the vocalist Mm -hmm. walking face down on the sidewalk surrounded by... Oh, he's waking, not walking. I'm like, how do you do that? (laughs) So he wakes up, he's face down Uh on the sidewalk, surrounded by broken glass. And so that's how it starts. And then he's just like running, 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 and he'll run into like a few different things, like a homeless man walking with like a cart full of stuff. So it's like the butterfly effect kind of type thing? In a way, yes. Okay. And so then it ends with his fateful encounter with a 1969 Ford Mustang, where he just like... Die and, and then, then he'll like over? wake up and come back to life. Okay? okay. The time machine time loop device is a briefcase. Okay. So he wakes up and he sees this briefcase and he like opens it and then he like starts it over again. And okay. I don't know. It's kind of confusing. Kind of okay. confusing. Okay. Uh, Beautiful. How many times have I burped? 5,000? 5,000. So interesting fact. Mm. The briefcase features a lamb symbol. Okay. So it's a white lamb. Okay. And this is on the cover of a briefcase. Did I say that? On a black briefcase? Black briefcase. White lamb. Symbol of a white lamb. The same symbol, the white lamb, is featured in the video for Brand News, Sick Transit Gloria, Glory Fades. So... In that video, with the brand new video, that symbol appears on the door that he, because in that video he walks into a bar. Okay, so it's on the door of the bar. 
Okay. And then, it, it, do you remember that video? It's Jesse Lacey, and he is basically like everyone's kind of mocking what he's doing. Okay. And so whatever he does, right. the other person does. Mm-hmm. It's kind of creepy, but on a girl's shirt, there's a picture of this white lamb. Okay. The same symbol. Okay. 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 So I don't really know the reason. But there's why some kind this of connection appears. But the connection is that both videos were directed by Mark Webb, who has an obsession with lambs. Used the lamb as his trademark. Apparently, it's interesting. But then it's like, hmm, I wonder what the lamb means because like lambs mean innocence, right? Yes. So I don't know. But I thought that was very interesting. That's, that is very interesting. Yes. And the briefcase appeared again in a video for Yellow Cards. Landing Holly that was also directed by Webb. It's I think it's like thing. one of those little like cookie crumbles or what is it called? Easter eggs. Easter eggs <laughs> that he puts in. But you know they have another, it has another meaning. Oh yeah, for sure. You know? Mm-hmm. So I thought that was super cool. Interesting. Yellow Card is just an iconic emo band and pop punk. Unfortunately, I, I don't think they are together anymore. No. I think that they stopped making music. Let me just verify that. Well, we did see them once at Riot Fest. Did we? Yeah, with your sister. And oh, yeah, and... yeah, yeah. Duh. What am I thinking? They were at Riot Fest, and he was jamming out on his violin. And didn't you... So wasn't it Natalie and Daylin? Something happened. Natalie Something remembers the story, happened. and I must have blacked it out, because apparently I pushed some guy or yelled at somebody. Are you sure that wasn't at the dashboard? Oh, one? no, that was dashboard. You're okay. Right. I get confused. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> They were super young, so this was like, you know, the same thing that happened to me with the Under Oath one where you, you're like, I want to go to the front. And then you go to the front, and then you get pushed around, and you're yeah. like, oh my god, that was so crazy. <laughs> it was one of those experiences. Weren't they, like, really late to start playing or something? I don't know, something happened. Yeah, there was something that happened. So, Yellow Card did stop performing. Um, they played their final show on March 25th, 2017. At the House of Blues in Anaheim, California. Aww. So they'll probably come back. I'm sure. I mean, a reunion tour. So or what? Something. They started in '97 that's and a they're long ending time. in 2017. So that's 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. That's a long time to be making music and performing. Yep. They will always be one of my faves, and they will bring me back in time. Ooh. Another interesting fact. Okay. I wasn't sure if I wanted to talk about it, but... Let's talk about it. Do you remember when Yellow Card was actually in the news a lot? Because they, they were got suing... Sued. No, they... They, they were suing... Um, Juice World. Juice. Yes. They were suing Juice World due to a copyright. For a Juice, and because he's a rapper... Even if he did use the five-second song, Mm -hmm. part of Mm -hmm. a song from Yellow Card, like, how crazy is that that he was influenced by Yellow Card? Exactly. Exactly. And to, like... They're separate genres Exactly. Like, to repurpose it and make it part of his song. Yes. So, eventually, what happened is, unfortunately, you know, Juice World did pass away. Mm -hmm. So, they did end up, you know, dropping the lawsuit. It was $15 million. $15 million lawsuit. So, Yellow Card's song was Hollywood Died, and they're saying that Juice World used part of their song in Lucid Dreams. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to listen to those side by side and see what we think. Okay. Okay. Um, I love Lucid Dreams. All right. So the song Lucid Dreams has 1.6 billion listens on Spotify. I remember my nephew Anthony. He's the one that told me about it. 
Okay, okay. I mean, but do you think he really... I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's that's a toughie. All right, let's... This is a YouTube video that puts the similarities between the two tracks. So let's see if we're right. But it's like a flow, though. It's a flow. It's a flow. You know, similar similar flows. People are commenting like... That's 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 like Gordon Ramsay suing someone for cooking with lamb sauce. (laughs) But not, I mean, it's pretty, like, I don't know. There's a, it's the same, what would you call that? Like melody or something. Yeah, same flow. Yeah. Which, I get it. I get it. But it's still just a different type of song. Yeah. It's not like it's another rock song. Right. It's a rap song. I mean, but don't don't musicians use each other's beats all the time? Yes. Yes. Uh, someone put, if you could sue people for stealing flows, Drake would be bankrupt. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. But like you were saying, imitation is the best, best form, form of flattery. Yeah. And I think that, you know, they should just... I mean, obviously they did the right thing and they dropped the lawsuit after he did pass away. Right. But I wonder, did Juice World ever, like, say anything about it? I don't know. I don't think he ever said anything. No, he never made a statement. No. Interesting. Hmm. Very interesting. So, that was our hot topic and our... Song of the week. There's a place off Ocean Avenue where the dunes are rolling over so you can't get out. (laughs) (laughs) There's an exit on what? (laughs) Mount Baldy Road where where I used to sit and talk with you. (laughs) We were both. 30 and it felt so right. (laughs) Sleeping all day, staying up all. Night. Bing. Staying up all night. If I could find you. We never did Lyric Palooza. Oh, yeah. Here we go. (laughs) We're just singing. We're just singing the whole song. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Lyric Palooza. I'm literally typing (laughs) Lyric Palooza into the computer. Okay. Do you want a hearty or easy? <laughs> easy. Easy, okay. If I could find you now, things would get better. We could leave this town and run forever. Woo-woo! Let your, let your waves crash down on me and take me away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a sentence in there that you missed, but you did good. Because you said, if I could find you now, things would get better. We could leave this town and run forever. No, somewhere, somehow, yes. we'll be together. Let <laughs> your waves crash down on me and take me away. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Do, do, do. Great job, Allison. I finally got one. <laughs> So proud. So proud. I love you. I love you. 
This is such a good song. So it's not about a girl, though. It's no. about a place. No. So if Interesting. You, if you do read through the lyrics, you mm-hmm. think, you know, there's this place off Ocean Avenue where I used to sit and talk with you. We were both 16 and it felt so right. You know, so you're thinking, oh, yeah, this is a girl. a girl. They're hanging out. And then their next chorus, you know. They're walking on the beach in their bare feet. They were both 18. That felt so right. But it's more about the band as a whole and their friends. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure girls are involved sure. in it some, somewhat, but it's really just A little just bit about, of romance. Yes. And it's kind of funny because we were talking about A Day to Remember and how they were talking about how they miss home. their hometown. Uh-huh. This is kind of the same thing. Yeah. They're talking about, you know, when we were 16, when we were 18, everything felt so right. You know, we could leave this town and run forever, yet they still... In the end, we just really miss... Yeah, they're still writing songs about home. Yep. And they're saying, you know, I remember the look in your eyes when I told you that this was goodbye. So they're talking about, like, leaving the town. Yeah. Aww. Yes. It's a very, very cute song. It's perfect. Good job. Perfect. I was very surprised. That was good. That was good. Before we close out, I wanted to talk to you about a documentary I watched. Ooh, okay. Called Everybody's Everything. Okay. I think I've heard of this. It's about Lil Peep. Ooh. Have I watched this? I might have watched it. I think I did watch it. Did you? Yes. Well, I want to talk about it. Okay, let's talk about it. Little Peep was a sad boy. He was a very sad boy. Like, definition of yes. an emo kid. Yes. And I really liked the documentary. It talked a lot about his, like, growing up, and they interview his parent, his well, his mom, and his grandfather. I have watched this. I have watched this. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Trigger warning, addiction and overdose, but yes. did you... Do you remember the part where, at the end, where they talk about how he passed away? Yes. I haven't, like, been so disturbed about it yeah. since. I mean, they... He was alone. They were just all... Basically... They didn't care like, about him. The point of the documentary was everybody's everything because Lil Peep, his real name is Gus. Yes. yes. He started making music, moved out to LA, made all these friends with Ghost Boy. Ghost Man? Ghost... <laughs> Ghost... Ghost... It was Ghost Man. That's the guy, but they had a yes. group called Ghost Boy Click yes. or whatever. Yes, it Goth was like Boy Click. Goth, Goth, Goth Boy, Boy Click. Click. There yes. it is. There it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so he was making all these friends. You know, he would go on tour, and the, this last tour that he was gonna go on, he really just wanted to do his his own thing. Yes. But I think he just felt guilty that, like, this group helped bring him up in the music industry and he, like, didn't want to leave them out. And so they'd be like, yo, man, let's come with you on tour. And he so badly just wanted to, like, start doing his own thing Mm -hmm. and just couldn't tell his friends no. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. they all ended up coming with him on this tour and they Mm -hmm. were just all, like, I mean, they interviewed some of the guys and you can just still tell that they're, like, strung out and, like, just doing a lot of drugs and partying pretty hard. And so they're in the tour bus together having mm-hmm. a party. Mm-hmm. Little Peep takes some drugs. Mm-hmm. Four hours later, yeah. they realize I know. he was I just know. sitting there. Yeah. And had already it's... passed away. Like, And there's like video. Because they're mm-hmm. in the party and they're in the tour bus just partying yeah. and taking videos yeah. and doing stuff and like like move the phone or camera or whatever over yeah. Little Peep and he's just sitting there like passed out. Yeah. 
Ugh. No one was ever like, dude, are you good? Are you like, okay? yeah. For four hours. Well, and it's probably, I mean, I'm sure part of it is because when you do, you know, Xanax and you are heroin, you are, you're just like, out. you know, like passed so out probably, like sleeping, so you don't even notice. So that's pro- that was probably normal. the norm. Yeah. The norm. They And they were all probably in their own world, so they didn't even care. Right. Because they're just, just like, so sad. I know. I know. It is depressing because he. I mean, he was on the verge of, like, really making it He was really up and coming, yeah. Yeah. And he has that crybaby song Uh with the brand new, that brand new song in the beginning. So sad. Look out for your friends, people. Yeah. Come on. It's ridiculous. Don't do drugs, either. That's just real dumb. There's other ways to have fun. Like, Anthony and I have been walking a lot. Like, we'll go to, like, Mm -hmm. random places. Like, we went to... um, Ogden Gardens. Okay, And, yeah. like, walked around in Valpo. Like, it's not nothing big, but we were just, like, being in nature and being outside. Sure. And, like, you know, like, that was just as relaxing and fun as, like, mm-hmm. sitting, you know, sitting in a garage, drinking beers, smoking cigarettes. Like, yeah. honestly, it's just, like, it's better for you. So we've just been, like, trying other things besides, like, drinking or... Right. I don't know. Oh, I feel you. Gotta figure out other ways to relax and have fun and drink and do drugs. But then, like, at that point, it was, like, that was just, like, his escape. And he was just around all of these people who were mm-hmm. constantly, like, giving him drugs. Exactly. Because he could get whatever he wanted. Yes. I mean, even, didn't they talk about in the documentary how his manager was giving him drugs? Or someone in, like, his record label would, like, give him drugs? No, but they talked about how they had a hard time controlling, like, people giving him stuff all the time. Yeah. Isn't his girlfriend in it a lot? Or didn't they break up? They're, yeah, they interviewed, like, one of his exes yeah. from when he was, like, 18 yeah. and 19, and then one of his girlfriends from after yeah. when he, like, went out to L.A. and stuff. I always thought he was from, like, the U.K. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he was from Long Isn't Island. It? Yes. New York. Yeah. R.I.P. Lil Peep. R.I.P. I you, wish you had was, yeah. stuck around longer. Because I really like the music. And they even talked about in the documentary how hard it is for new musicians these days to almost... He almost had started to create a new genre of music. It was like emo goth kid rapper, Mm -hmm. which like is so hard to do these days is to like combine two genres of music and make something new. And he was doing it like... Yes. Well, and to be noticed, you know, for like mainstream people to actually start listening to you. Right. You know, because there's a bunch of SoundCloud rappers like doing whatever. Sure. That's true. Yeah. To be able to do that and like people... To want to invest in you and make it work. Yeah. I just... I would have liked to see what he had come up... Could come up with. Anyways, that's all that I have. Yes to say about that to end on a sad note how else are you gonna end the email <laughs> podcast <laughs> my butt hurts sorry oh. my buns thank you for the census fail guitarist liking our stuff heck yeah thank you for our normal muggle mm. listeners <laughs> <laughs> thanks for everybody's support on all levels yes we appreciate you we love you you're can... going to start making some merch I think. Stickers, at least. We could start there. At least stickers. Maybe like 10 shirts. <laughs> Maybe we could do a giveaway. That'd be cool. How do you guys feel about a giveaway? Like a t-shirt giveaway? Yeah. We could make like 20 shirts or something. Yeah, that wouldn't be too that expensive. expensive. Right. Yeah. we go and make some shirts and do some giveaways. Because <laughs> we're cool. <laughs> Maybe we should make a Patreon. I don't think people would send oh, us money. Probably not.
Maybe. Maybe. Should we make a Patreon? Do you want to give us money? Please. My PayPal is... <laughs> Send me money. <laughs> no, we could. Some people might. Do you have to pay for a Patreon? I don't think so. I don't know how that works when you research We could that. do, like, um... <laughs> what's it called? Is it OnlyFans? Or, uh... That's when you take pictures know, of yourself naked. But some people <laughs> have, like... Five dollars and we'll pay for for my Starbucks. <laughs> like ten dollars will pay. I don't know. That's like uh, is that OnlyFans thing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Is it? If I show you one, I don't know. if I show you my left boob, <laughs> you get a Starbucks. If I show you both boobs, I get a bagel sandwich. <laughs> I need hash browns. You could just see my big toe. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> no, that'd be Patreon. I yeah, think Patreon. <laughs> yes, like give us five dollars and we'll mail you a sticker. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> Right, there's like levels. Yes. If you want us to give we'll twenty, give you a shout out on our podcast. For yeah, fifteen hundred dollars. Oh boy! You can email us at h a r e m o n y podcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Haremoni Podcast. Check it out. Love you. Bye. Bye. Tater out. <laughs> <laughs> Tater bug out. Tater bug out. Oh my gosh. Tater bug out.